Hello everyone, and welcome back to Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes, I'm joined with my co-host Demetrius, Zihahaha, and Saeed. Hello. And you know what, you might have noticed we've been gone for a little bit. Part of that is due to people being busy, part of that is due to people visiting, but also part of that is due to us kind of thinking about how we're going to rework this podcast moving forward, try out some new things, try out some things differently, see the reception to it, and, you know, kind of just bring in more people from the anime community. So, that being said, I would like to introduce a new format of podcast to all of our dear listeners out there. This is going to be a Dragon Ball Z-themed podcast. But Dragon Ball Z is not the format. The format is going to be us just kind of picking a series that we like, a series that is important to us, something we just want to talk about, and spending a podcast highlighting it. So we're talking like things we like, things we maybe didn't like, what ifs, um, all those different kind of scenarios, uh, maybe why it's important. But we're going to be moving forward a little bit with this with this anime-themed podcast, talking about specific series, see how it goes. Hopefully you all like it. And of course, with that comes a spoiler warning. So for all of you people out there that have never seen Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super, anything, any part of the franchise, never played a video game, never seen the memes, uh, we will be we will be talking some spoilers. So we've been warned. Be prepared. Yep. Be be prepared because we're about to watch Dragon Ball. Get bro, out of here, bro. Are you even an anime fan <laughs> if you've never seen at least some sort of Dragon Ball? You didn't watch Dragon Ball at 5 o'clock every day? Ooh. Yo, Akira Toriyama is crying right now, bro. He's crying because crying of all of you out there. Crying to the bank because you're a loser. <laughs> crying, <laughs> loser. crying to the bank. <laughs> Losers <laughs> don't make money, which means... Laughing to bro. the bank like, ah. But, um, yeah, this is going to be our Dragon Ball podcast. And moving forward, at least for the foreseeable future, we will be talking about... I mean, we'll still have some some of the older podcasts, like some Bob Culture, or maybe themed after certain things, but we really do want to highlight some anime. Dragon Ball before this podcast is something that we were we were talking about, we were loving, we were like, why don't we just why don't we just try this out now? Roll this out now. So, listeners, let us begin our discussion. Who wants to give a what if, a hot take, a thing they like, a thing they don't like out here? Uh, I'll go first. So the first thing that Wes and Saeed and I were talking about earlier is that in Super, they really dumbified Goku. I don't like how they did that. I think Goku is a lot better as a uh, strong, aloof person, but don't make him straight up stupid shonen trope. Bro, that boy was dumb. I didn't like that. That boy was a that dumb. That boy was dumb. Chi-Chi, Chi-Chi... Or he said Chi-Chi never kissed him. I don't... Come on, guys. Don't do that to Goku. Dog whack. Don't do that to my boy. Yo, on that Chi-Chi note, Saeed, what was your what was your theory about Chi-Chi here? Oh, Chi-Chi is a bona fide scoundrel. <laughs> she took advantage... <laughs> scoundrel. She took advantage of a very innocent man. A Dog. man who didn't know anything. He was a pure spirit. And she abused him. She was a temptress. He made him have kids with her. <laughs> against his will. 
against his will. Too. Oh my god. Bro. Hashtag sans lives matter. Bro. <laughs> yo, you yo, you sound like <laughs> what? Yo, we're starting this off. Wow. We're starting this off hot. So for people that don't know, uh Goku, main character of Dragon Ball, part of the Saiyan race, comes down in Dragon Ball as a kid, promises to marry Chi Chi when she's a kid, even though he doesn't know what that means. Then she yeah, comes he doesn't know what marriage is. He thought it, he literally he literally thought it was a food. Yeah, he, he thought it was a food. <laughs> oh man, but he he comes up and he fights in this world martial arts tournament and Chi-Chi is there, yo. She shows up. She's been training in the mountains with the Ox King and they fight and he wins and then right after that, boom, get hitched, baby. Mhm. Against mm-hmm. his own mm-hmm. will. Bro, against Bro, his own will. Yo, he agreed. Yo, will. chill. She tricked him. <laughs> But, um, so Goku and Chi-Chi get married, and as, as Saida said, bro, whoa, oh my gosh, (laughs) yo, Yo. well, the result of whatever happens there is Gohan, and this is about to be another heated topic, yo, we're, we're going rapid fire on these boys, let's talk about Gohan for a minute, this boy, so we're going, we're going into Gohan, former goat turned into cottage cheese, garbage. (laughs) bro swist up baby <laughs> oh my gosh you went from like super amazing to like a paper clip come on dog yeah come oh okay i won't go i won't go as far as paper clip he has some strength but yeah going up until the cell saga was i liked a lot like a lot a lot especially in the cell saga Mm-hmm. so gohan pretty much his story arc again for people that haven't seen it or haven't paid too much attention is he's a he's a half human half saiyan the first of his kind and they hype him up they hype him up throughout the saiyan arc the frieza arc or the sagas all of those android saga to be to have this untapped hidden potential as being half guys saiyan. and just just to jump in right there this is over at least a hundred hundred and fifty episodes mm-hmm. they've hyped this guy up mm-hmm he has he has a power level unseen. He goes in on Frieza, who no one could touch for a little bit, puts in the work, scares Frieza a little bit, and then he finally gets to the Cell Saga, throws his morals of pacifism and stuff aside, because they despite hyping him up to have this power, they're still trying to show that like he doesn't want to hurt people. He wants to study like his mom wants him to, that type of thing. And he finally Another reason why Chi Chi's garbage. Bro. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so he finally lets go. Super Saiyan 2, first Super Saiyan 2 of the series, wipes Cell in an intense father-son Kamehameha moment. Then we get that time skip, and yo, my boy is, my boy is nerfed. A simp. Oh. <laughs> Called him a simp. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> oh. But like. Playing baseball. He, he, he just, he just becomes a basic high schooler. Like he's, he's hiding his powers. Which I, which, which I understand, but like the Golden Warrior I prefer the Golden Warrior versus Great Sandman, but I know Wes is going to say something different. (laughs) You already know, bro. I was about to say the only thing that's good about Adult Gohan is Great Sandman. Let me talk about how cool the Great Sandman is for a half a second. That helmet, (laughs) hype, dog. That cape, sick, bro. That green tunic, his best look in the series, dude. The best look in the series. Yo, Gohan, Gohan had a do rag. <laughs> even, even better. You try to get those waves. 
the Durag and the Ray-Bans, bro. And this man was whooping people. Hands down whooping people. Great same. He had a he had a freaking transformation watch. Dog, yes! And the Ginyu poses, dude. Oh. Yo. Great Saiyan, hot take, coolest, coolest Gohan. We you need think, more great Saiyan wait, merch. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you think Gohan was inspired to do those poses because he fought the Ginyu Force? I was yeah. just about to say that. Yo, hundred percent. This man growing up as a kid goes in, fights the Ginyu Force, traumatic experience, getting whooped by the Ginyu Force while they're posing on him. So subconsciously, Raccoon straight up broke like people's necks. Yo. But dude, subconsciously, Gohan was like, "How can I flex on people? Can you force flex on him with flex on him with poses?" So he he went in. He he took the hundred percent inspiration, which is funny because I think in Dragon Ball Fighters, Gohan has like some sort of line about posing and stuff like the ginyu force don't quote me on that but i'm pretty sure he does i'm pretty sure they like mention that he poses and it looks like the ginyu force and stuff who also awesome awesome villains love the ginyu force you're basically just saying gohan wanted to be a poser bruh (laughs) (laughs) we talk about future gohan oh yeah he didn't end up becoming the way we wanted him to be or we were teased he, he was going to be yeah so but 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 oh yeah you're right you're right because we saw future gohan mm-hmm. so uh on the future gohan front for people again theme of this that don't know there's a short called history of trunks that shows a future before the android saga and cell saga start where pretty much all of the z fighters so goku vegeta tien krillin Yamcha who would have gotten would have gotten wiped anyways. Let's be real. Yamcha Yamcha doesn't belong. But um all of them get wiped and it's just Gohan and Trunks. And Gohan takes up the mantle of being like the protector of Earth. And he's actually like he's actually strong. Like he's kind of that badass like defender that everyone thought he was going to grow up to be slash mentor to trunks like this man goes super saiyan he fights the androids by himself he loses an arm in the process of it too hype (laughs) you know yeah you know he needed a hand bro (laughs) (laughs) but um that future gohan though nice segue into another character we were talking about and demetrius i think you described him as being the gohan or what we all wanted gohan to be is trunks hold on are we still we still going but still going on future gohan let let's validate you know future gohan real quick but yes trunks is the future go trunks is the gohan we wanted in in essence Mm -hmm. but future gohan future gohan showed us that gohan had the capability to be gentle and kind but also willing to defend Mm mm-hmm he had a he had that cool mentor vibe like you could easily see a lot of piccolo and goku in gohan and uh it kind of just gave him that mature vibe that, like he he's willing to do what he has to do while also taking care of the people around him that was like the most goku like gohan that we will ever get he also had a cool scar if i remember correctly and i'm all about i'm all about beat up looking protagonists 
Oh, so you like Yamcha? Bro, <laughs> the Wolf Fang Fist, the, before we go on Trunks, the Wolf Fang Fist in Dragon Ball was hype. You cannot argue that. You are correct. It was dope. But also, Yamcha, later on, I, I didn't really care for Yamcha. Like most of Japan, which is why he got replaced by Vegeta. Kakcha. <laughs> oh my god. Dog, Vegeta flies in and steals Yamcha's girl. Literally wearing a pink shirt that says bad do man about it. and some yellow bad pants. Man. Feels, the bad yeah, man feels did. bad man. Yo. But, um... Mm-mm-mm. Trunks, though. But then we're leading in the Trunks. Mm-hmm. My goodness. What a cool... If Trunks was not your favorite character when he popped up and straight iced the Frieza Force, iced Freeze, Mecha Frieza, and iced King Cold. Yo. Get checked. One of the best character introductions. He did it in like two episodes too, mm-hmm. which for Dragon Ball Z time is pretty fast. And he had a sword. Hello, this man cut Frieza in half. He cut him in the itty bitty pieces. Yep. Mm. And then blasted him away. Like Team Rocket. Bro. With an arm under his armpit. He <laughs> <laughs> said, take this armpit blast. <laughs> This man did our Naruto hand signs before Naruto was a thing with the burning attack. This is true. This is true. Mm-hmm. He started Naruto. He did, dog. I mean, Naruto has uh, blonde hair that's spiky. Trunks, when he goes Super Saiyan, has blonde hair that's spiky. Coincidence? I think Trunks' not. jacket is blue. Naruto has a little bit of blue in his jacket. You know, that's, mm. that's that. But no. Plagiarism <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> but no, Trunks is... Trunks is really like, he is the Gohan that we all kind of wanted because every time he kind of comes back from the future, because he's the only one in his timeline that can defend anything, he always has that like badass guardian type of feel. Like I mentioned it when we were talking before this podcast, when he comes back in Super for that Goku Black arc and everyone is like, oh, is it Boo? Like, is that the issue that you need help with? And he's like, no, I handled that. And it has like a quick scene of him just wiping Bobbity. And Abora. Yep, and yeah. Abora. Yeah. Like people that actually gave the main cast issues. Like Trunks, man, he's he's just so cool. He's so and he, he's that he's that hybrid Saiyan again, like what we were talking about, Gohan, how the hybrid Saiyan, uh human Saiyan hybrid type of thing made them stronger. Trunks kind of fulfilled that in his own timeline. And he also got Mai. So there's that too. So there's that too. His series filled with predators, I guess. <laughs> bro, Mai, Mai is how much older than him? Mai was an adult when Goku was a kid. Mai bro. Could look, yeah, Mai could have been his grandmother. Ooh. Dog. We know what Ooh. he's into though. But didn't they But didn't they do this weird thing where they regressed the age of Pilaf? show or shoe yeah and my yeah in super they all became kids again that's the pure my is the mm. pure definition of an old soul <laughs> bro she married into that but money. yeah trunks Ooh, she did she did she knew what she was doing but trunks man trunks could like be better, actually. trunk <laughs> he, he could but trunks gosh he he had so his entrance was insanely cool Whenever he shows up, he's there to handle something. Like when he showed up in uh after they got out of the hyperbolic time chamber 
and him and Vegeta showed up to fight second form Cell. Vegeta was playing around with Cell, but Trunks was ready to end it. And he almost did. He was very close, you know. You know Vegeta. We'll talk about Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Anytime Trunks is is there and he has like a, a major influence on something, he's able to quickly turn the tides and make you focus on him because that Bruce Falconer music in the background form is just you can't ignore it. Yo, can we also can we also talk about future Trunks's fit though? His outfit, bro? Because Okay, are we talking DBZ? We're talking we're talking Trunks DBZ or super. We're talking DBZ and I'm talking real life because they're selling this man's clothes and his jacket is like $120, his pants are like 90 bucks. This man's t-shirt is like 50. This man is Drip. this man is dripped up, bro. So if you want to dress like Trunks, he was his fit. If you his fit even to this day, and he had, his, again he had a sword. It's good. Want to see my sword? Actual line. A little plug: If you want to dress like Trunks, you can buy all his his clothing set on Premium Bandai. But again, it's it's kind of expensive. So, yes, there is that. I almost choked on some water just now. I just want you guys to know that. <laughs> Yo, speaking of choking on water, not heart even, attacks? not even, yo, heart attacks. <laughs> yup, yup, good segue. Too much red meat? With too much red meat. What if, because I said we we're going to get into some of these what ifs. Mm-hmm. What if Goku never got that heart disease? What if he was a vegetarian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chill, chill. <laughs> Yo, Peter's about to roll up with the Dragon Ball parody, where Goku only eats vegetables and gets his handed to him for wheat. Oh my gosh! I'm Yo. sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm. I'm... <laughs> no, it's you're good. You know what? I might just download uh, download one of those sounds. <laughs> no, we're in it right now. We're having fun with this podcast, listeners. We are having we're having a good time getting back into it. But, yeah, honestly, though, Goku doesn't get this heart disease. How fast is this android arc done? Hmm. It might have been done as soon as they came. Because Trunks rolls Yeah, because he, he, was, he was dominating 19. He could have beat 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if, if Vegeta ended up coming like he did, and Vegeta was also Super Saiyan, it would have been over. Yo, if Goku doesn't get this they heart disease... They wouldn't have gotten the chance. Well, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You could argue... That did twenty no solar flare? Hmm. I feel like everybody knew solar flare. Like everybody stole Kian's. Oh, yeah. Um, segue. Quick. Quick. Uh. Side. Side note. Every one of Goku's abilities, if you think about it, is a stolen ability. Yeah. <laughs> like he took solar. Or he fl- learned it from someone. Yeah. Else. He took solar flare. This man took Kamehameha. This man took instant transmission. Because what solar flare yeah, was there, TN, there was, right? There was really no. Yeah, there was really no. Yo, what's up with Goku technique. not sharing the instant transmission technique with anybody else? It's mad useful. Yo, man, he's he is the copy ninja. He's not gonna share anything, bro. But but anyways, back onto the back onto the Android fight. I would say, if Android Twenty had some way to escape and he activated seventeen and eighteen like he did in the anime. It would have been very. Oh, different. that would have been that still because would, that yeah. would have been that would have been Endgame. Like they, 
17 and 18 and 16 who all had the intention to kill goku would have succeeded and killed goku Mm -hmm. yeah i think so yeah dude and then you still have the impending threat of cell who's going to show up so i mm, i think that would have been like a doomsday that would have that would have been the scenario where you get the future gohan like the the history of trunks movie Mm. Also, if Goku wipes Android 19, we don't get that cool Vegeta fly-in where he comes in and goes Super Saiyan for the first time and everyone freaks Ooh, out. They play the, the, the piano theme. Yup, dog. Vegeta had, hot take, maybe not, Vegeta had the best theme song, the best like backing soundtrack from Bruce Faulkner out of any of the characters. Yeah, it was borderline Undertaker-like. Yup. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was The great. Bells one for like basic Vegeta. That used to be my uh, alarm clock. Oof, so good. So, so good. So Shout out to Bruce. Bruce Falconer. If you guys don't know who that is, go on Spotify and type in that name. And if you are a fan of the dub of Dragon Ball Z, you will, you will love that artist. You will tweet at that man and you will show him some love and respect. And, yep. and also, um, since we're just talking about Dragon Ball... For the people here in the West that have watched it, you're probably more than familiar with his soundtrack, with his backing uh, soundtrack for Dragon Ball. It really wasn't like that in Japan. And I don't know if it was you, Demetrius, who sent it to me, or if I watched it separately, but there's an interesting kind of mini-documentary about Bruce Faulkner and his involvement in Dragon Ball doing the music. And pretty much if you watch through the, the English dub of Dragon Ball Z... There's never a moment where there isn't music. And when they got Bruce Faulkner on, they pretty much handed him the series and they were like, in the Japanese version, there's music, but there's also a lot of moments where there's nothing. It's just the sound effect of the wind blowing or characters walking. And they felt like that wasn't enough to hold the attention of a Western, like a younger Western audience. So when they gave him the project, they were pretty much like make music that can always be on in the series because we need to be able to hold them with that and it really changes the tone like Saeed was talking about this before we recorded it really changes the tone of the series with kind of what he does with it so Hmm. no I didn't I didn't send that to you I haven't heard that but that makes it even better yeah check it out it's on YouTube I I don't know what it is but if you check out like Bruce Faulkner documentary or, or something you'll be able to find the video shout out to him for doing the music but We've kind of uh, unintentionally, I, I would think, worked our way through some of the Saiyan arc, some of the Frieza arc, or Saga, uh, Android and Cell. So, moving, before we move into the Boo, maybe Boo Saga, maybe another hot take. Should Dragon Ball have ended with Gohan beating Cell? 100%. It would have been. I agree. Yeah. It was set up from the beginning of Z, which is when uh, the Saiyan Saga art, not the Saiyan Saga art, the Raditz art. That's Saiyan arc, yeah. Yeah, the Saiyan arc. Um, it was being set up that Gohan was going to be the inheritor of Goku's responsibility of protecting the Earth. And the way where it went up through the Frieza Saga into the Cell Saga, and the way it ended with Gohan succeeding in doing what Goku couldn't do, it would have been the perfect ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like how 
and I'm sure we'll discuss this in the Naruto if we when we eventually get to doing the Naruto thing. It's kind of like how I thought that should have. We're, we're spoiling. We're spoiling Naruto spo- too. Spoiler alert. Well, not really spoil, but I feel like they should have ended at the pain arc. Like they, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, but, like, but basically, we think the Naruto should have ended earlier yeah. as well. But Dragon Ball, it would have been a good. It would have been a really good ending. I'm on board to have it end with a cell cell saga. But, dear listeners, apparently in Japan, people did not like Gohan as a protagonist as much as they like Goku. So we move on to the Boo saga. And why not start with a why not start this with a what if again? What if Goku and Vegeta, even though in Super they retconned it to where the Patara had a time limit too, what if Goku and Vegeta never defused? <laughs> They were just Vegito for forever. So it's really hard for me to think about this what if because I've seen the story about mm-hmm. someone already has done this what if. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that. But let's just mm-hmm. let's talk about. But for my no 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 no. But for my own take to bring something new and original to the table, I would say let's fast forward to when Beerus shows up Ooh. in Super. All right, Vegito. Vegito's already a threat. He's he's powerful, but he's not Beerus powerful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what happens when Beerus wipes the floor with him when he's supposed to be a Super Saiyan god? You know what I'm saying? They won't have the five Saiyans yeah. because Vegeta isn't there. So, what happens? Does Beerus blow up the Earth? Because that's definitely a possibility. Yeah, they just get wiped. He just destroys everything. Man, or. My boy Broly flies in from the DBS movie. <laughs> Five Saiyans right there. Let's go. They gotta go on a. They gotta go on a grand tour into space. Ooh, to find Ooh, Broly. But then, but then you got Paragus who hates Vegeta, mm. and he's like, "Wait a minute, you're Vegeta." Yo, I mean, it could it could go it could go buck wild because you would have Broly trying to kill Vegito. Meanwhile, Beerus is like, "What is going on?" Weiss is like eating cake somewhere, Yo. and it, it would it that sounds like a movie to me. <laughs> Yo, for all you people out there, there is a whole community of, and I kind of alluded to it earlier. There's a whole community of people that do this. What if it's an interesting part of anime fandom that doesn't get highlighted very often, and yeah, it's which we're trying to do here. Yep. So go out. There's some that are like, what if Vegeta and Goku never defused? Or what if Vegeta and Goku switched places? Stuff like that. But back to the Boo saga again. We talked about Vegito real quick. What did you guys think of Boo as a villain compared to previous previous uh, villains in the Dragon Ooh, Ball Z you wanna, saga? You the wanna weakest... roll it back? What? Ooh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Talk about Boo. I was going to say, um, I thought Boo was the weakest out of the Riza and Cell. But I prefer Super Boo over the other Boos. Ooh. I agree. I think I think Gohan Boo or Gotenks Boo were like the most threatening Boo forms. Like in just in just forms of intelligence. Kid Boo was like and I hate Kid Boo in every game. You can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> Cause he's just so much cheese. Um and OP for no reason, but I think Kid Buu is really, I kind of like the pure evil that he he represents. He's just like 
blow it up for no reason. Like he's just like, I don't know, I'm bored. Boom. I thought Super I think, Boo was scarier. I think a Super Boo as his intelligence and I don't I don't know how to describe it. There's something like unsettling about Super Boo. Mm-hmm. Cause he was even even before he got Piccolo, he was he was kind of smart and he did some kind of creepy stuff. Yeah, he like bends his body and stuff, contorts it. And that my favorite scene in the entire Boo saga is when they were on top of the I forgot the person's name. Was it the Tommy's Palace? Uh, Tommy's lookout. Yeah, Tommy's lookout. Tommy's lookout. And then he just extended his arm out while he was waiting for them to come out the hyperbolic time chamber and just murdered the entire world. Which really didn't sit with me until I got older. Until I was like, he really just murdered like mm-hmm. six, Mass seven genocide. billion people yeah. in seconds. That was such a cool scene. That wasn't a ge- yo yo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that wasn't a genocide. That was an extinction. Oh yeah, it was a, it was a human extinction yeah. attack. Also, um, was it is it Kid Boo? And all they could do, all they could do was watch. Is it? Is it Kid Boo's theme that's mm. really cool? Like with the, the bouncing like pianos and stuff that turns into electric guitars? No, that's Super Boo. Super that's Boo? all of them, isn't it? Or is it all of them? Dog. Whatever, whoever it, it is. It kind of it kind cool. of fits into them, but it's like mostly Super Boo's. Like, because it didn't show up until Super Boo showed up. The one that was like the heavy guitar, the, you know, mm-hmm. the. What if Super Boo was able to absorb people like, um, I mean, Kid Boo? What if Kid Boo was able to absorb people like Super Boo? Dog GG. That's yeah. Wait, no. That's what Kid Boo did. That's how Kid Boo became Fat Boo and all that other. Yeah, because he absorbed the cons. He was absorbing oh. people. Which again, why did he feel the need to do that? And we might have to do more research on that. But well, I think he, um, he was really strong, and he was maybe he was in a pinch. I think. Well, I, I from what I remember um, from those that one episode or a couple episodes, whatever it was, flashback. Um, he was uh, defeating them by absorbing them and was growing stronger as he absorbed them. But then he got the, like, kind of fat Kai. Mm, you're right. Like, the guy that was... The gentle one? Yeah, the gentle one. And that gentle one, like, went in and his goodness mixed with his, like, sealing abilities was what nerfed Boo. So Boo, when he had all the other Kais absorbed before him, was, like, really strong. And then this dude got absorbed and essentially sealed Boo's powers away. Hmm. He basically absorbed like what? <laughs> I was gonna say Krillin, but Yo, he, he he basically absorbed someone who like, changed his whole his, yeah, his whole personality. And also hmm. also Yeah, I remember that. Um kinda like what you brought up, Boo was kinda like pure evil and the way that this Kai was kind of framed was that he was pure good. Mm-hmm. So they just mixed. Yeah, so it's an interesting it's an interesting balance. But moving on now from the Boo saga, trying to continue our tour through Dragon Ooh, Ball Z. So hold on. Oh wait, hold we, on. We, we what do you guys what do you guys think if we're talking about Boo, what did you guys think about Frieza? Because we're gonna, let's focus on Frieza oh, for a true. second. Let's just go through let's go through these villains. Let's go through these villains. Go ahead, Wes. Uh what do I think about Frieza? So in Dragon Ball Z, I liked the idea of Frieza. And I liked Frieza, especially because it tied into the history of the Saiyans, which mm-hmm. in the early Dragon Ball mm-hmm. Z, like Saiyan saga, Namek saga, Frieza saga, was like the big mystery with Vegeta and all of that. Like Goku's a Saiyan now, we all know that. 
but what happened to these what happened to this alien race and frieza really ties into that story mecha frieza for me was neither here nor there frieza in dragon ball super kind of jumping ahead at the end of dragon ball super i kind of like like i liked frieza during that tournament of power but i really had an issue with the zenkai boost that frieza got with golden frieza like the let me train for three months and be golden frieza um but also like it's hard because if you think about it dragon ball z has never had a recurring villain a true recurring villain mm-hmm. like dragon like yeah. dragon ball had like um pilaf and shu and general tao and that but like z never had a real recurring villain and in the broly movie after the tournament of power where frieza is brought back frieza is that recurring villain like frieza is the reason that broly interacts with goku and vegeta and everyone i have have an issue in dragon ball super in general with them teaming up with frieza yeah same i did not like that at all Mm -hmm. because to be real uh frieza is a racist space conqueror he's 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 who literally went around calling people monkeys yeah and green people and like i was like whoa like this dude is out of bounds especially when his uh especially when his voice actor was lisa young i think that's her (laughs) name the one with the the really like (laughs) voice yeah this dude was bad news and he was just straight up like terrible to the core i do not want to see him with the z fighters as like a redeemed person i don't there's i do not think there is any redeeming for frieza yeah however what he did in super was very cool to see so i think it's 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 a it's amazing that they pulled that off with frieza's track record yeah that moment in super is the very end of the tournament of power is a top five moment in dragon ball z in the dragon ball franchise for me Maybe it's because I thought Super didn't have that many great moments. But that, like, Android 17, Goku, Frieza team up against Jiren with the music going in the background. And I'm talking about the Japanese version of that song, not how they butchered it in English. Because <laughs> it's bad. Because it's, so it's bad. bad. It sounds like karaoke. <laughs> how could they do this? Oh, man. But that was that was a top moment. But then, of course, Frieza gets brought back. And becomes the recurring villain of the series. That again, I like the idea of the recurring villain, but Frieza is just like such a horrible character. Like horrible as in like a bad guy. Yeah, as a bad guy. Yeah. So yeah, Saeed. I loved Frieza. Um his whole story arc up through the Namek saga. Mecha Frieza was whatever. Uh but then yeah, just in Super. The left the bad taste in my mouth. I will say though. I will say, when I think of Dragon Ball villain, I think of Frieza. Yeah. When I heard yeah. Dragon Ball Z yeah, villain. Yeah, he, he is the first. But my favorite Dragon Ball Z villain is probably so. Mm-hmm. Which, which, is a good, so. which is a good segue into, since we talked about Frieza, let's just talk about uh, Cell as a villain. What do you guys think about him? Oh. My boy Cell, as imperfect, was scary. Dog, he was a... Yes. That dude was scary. Dude, he was a pervert. Like, I had really nightmares. Scary. He was a pervert, bro. You said he was a pervert? How was he a pervert? Dog, the way he talked. Oh, I, the way he I, talked. I, oh, the way he eyed up Android eighteen. That man was a pervert. The way pervert, he was you know? sucking up people. Oh, don't even get me started on the Android eighteen scene with. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was terrifying. 
Are you kidding? I don't know about terrifying. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Ooh. As a kid, I was terrified. As a kid, I was confused. <laughs> Saeed is like, what's going I'm on? I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm just going to leave it at that. That was the first time I was confused. Yo, how about when he spits Android 18 out after getting punched? Yes. <laughs> oh. But, but oh, anyway, don't. so. I see what's going on. Anyway, here. so. <laughs> Yo, Cell was crafty. As a whole, Cell was crafty, intelligent. He worked the the mess out of Vegeta. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this yeah, okay, Frieza Frieza basically was like toying with Vegeta the whole time. Cell was at a disadvantage and he just worked Vegeta. It was like, look, I can make this worth your while. Dog. And and boy did he he worked him. Like he he worked Vegeta. I would say he, he it borders Frieza how much Frieza did to Vegeta really. Dog, that that goes to that what if scenario now. What if Vegeta just doesn't let Cell absorb the other android? Oh, we've been done. But it, but it also goes against his character, yeah. you know. Yeah. But but if but if he didn't, it would have it would have been a wrap. GG. Or maybe maybe Vegeta would have been like, you know what? Maybe I go after Goku now. Maybe I go after Kakarot. Ooh. Because I'm finally better than you. Yep. But but it wouldn't be the same energy, you know? He wouldn't go after him to kill him. He would just yeah. go after him to beat him up. Dog. Cell, though, man. He got worked by Trunks in the future, bringing it back to my boy Trunks. He did. He did. Trunks rolled up. Trunks Trunks kills... Does Trunks have the, the longest kill list in all of Dragon Ball Z? No, it's Vegeta. Is it Vegeta? Vegeta definitely kills the most people. Because Vegeta in, oh, like, in the boot. when they go to Namek, oh, yeah. he kills a lot of people. Technically, Vegeta would go around killing entire species and planets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did that. Namek, he killed a lot of people in the Cell Saga. Eh, I mean, in the Cell Saga. 19. That is, that's really fine. But in, in the, Boo, the saga. Boo Saga, if you remember, he also was Majin. So he literally wiped out like a whole square. Oh, yeah. Of people, yep. Like straight up, just killed innocent people. My boy Majin Vegeta, hello, so cool. Very, very dope. He was, he was, he was very cool, very cool. With the M on his forehead. Mm-hmm. Mister Vegeta to you. <laughs> Yo, but all right. So we already talked about Boo. Okay. Oh. I got one more. Let's go. Before we dip into like what ifs and all the other stuff yeah really super versus GT, i was just but... about to say super versus gt so before we do that before we do that what do you think so if you had to pick like which character is more unique and more fleshed out would you say goku or vegeta hmm. more fleshed out Vegeta. yeah i'd say vegeta because there's always the huge debate it's not even really a debate anymore where people are saying you know vegeta's my favorite character he has all this development, even though he's prideful and makes the stupidest decisions. He has he has a lot that goes on. Especially in Super, I would say. Like, for all the flaws that Super had um, throughout its entire run, Vegeta in the Tournament of Power arc, and even in the, like, Universe 6 versus Universe 7 arc, where he meets Kaba and all the other things. Like, that was some cool development with him. Yeah. Uh, his fight against Jiren, where... He's literally just running out of power, but is pushing on through sheer willpower for his family and 
because he made that promise to Kaba that he would like bring them back to save essentially an entire other Saiyan race because it was finally within his power to do so is so different than early Vegeta who was just all about power for himself. So, I mean, Goku, they, they kidified him in Super, like you said. But after Dragon Ball, even kind of within Dragon Ball, he was always just kind of like that innocent savior type of deal. Yeah, yeah. First of all, Vegeta's theme is awesome. Oh, so good. Second, Vegeta has, if you're ever going on YouTube, you're probably going to look up either a Gohan, a Trunks, or a Vegeta scene. Mm-hmm. You might look up Goku's transformations. But Vegeta's like speeches. Oh yeah. Especially the Majin Vegeta speech and is speech, iconic. Speech on Namek when he was dying. Yeah. And can Probably we just my both. Vegeta moment. And speeches aside, just again, like you said, his scenes. He has the final flash he does against Cell. He has oh, yeah. the um move he does against Boo where he pretty much blows himself up. Mm-hmm. He has the scene from Su- the whole fight against Jiren from Super. He has the speech to Goku on Namek, like Saeed said, where he's explaining like what it means to be a Saiyan and stuff. Like, yeah, Goku is kind of there, and he's the main character. He wins the fights. He gets the cool power ups, but at key moments, Vegeta is there, kind of pushing him forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Vegeta is. He's pride in its worst way, but he's also pride in it in its best way. Mm-hmm. Like he's just he's literally proud to be who he is, even though sometimes he makes really bad decisions. He just he's really proud, and you gotta at the at the core of it, you really gotta respect him for that. Oh, I was gonna say, and also at the end of Boo Saga, his character came full circle where uh, he actually admitted that Goku was better than him. Mm-hmm. Which is why, yeah. which is why I don't think uh, Super, to me, Super is not canon. Hot yeah. Okay, so hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. So take it back a little bit. You said Vegeta, at the end of the Boo Saga, admits that Goku is better than him. Yeah. If you go back to the Cell Saga, after Goku dies and Gohan wins and all that stuff, you can tell Vegeta is straight up, like, depressed. Mm-hmm. I know we talked about saying that it should have ended at the Cell Saga, but I think there would have oh, needed to be more for Vegeta. Right, right. I, I would hate I would hate to see him be like disappointed at the end of the show, you know? Yeah, and going back to Super for a second, so you have him in the Cell Saga. Again, part of why I think his growth is awesome. You have him in the Cell Saga being depressed because like Goku's not there anymore. In the Boo Saga, he straight admits that Goku is better than him. And at the end of Tournament of Power in Dragon Ball Super, that's where, when Goku gets Ultra Instinct, that's where he says, like, I don't need Ultra Instinct. I'm going to do stuff in a different way than Goku is doing stuff. Yeah, I thought that was good. So you have the growth of being selfish and having this goal to overcome, to losing that goal, to realizing that you can't overcome your goal, and then to finding a new goal for your purpose. And that's that's a character progression that i don't think any other character in dragon ball z has yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i'd agree with that Mm -hmm. because the whole like i don't need ultra instinct to beat jiren that was that was pretty dope yeah the the fact that he he ascended in his own way that was i think that was a step in the right direction yep 
and I won't I won't say anything that's going on in the Dragon Ball Super manga, but Vegeta is getting his time to shine okay, again. So if you, it's, okay, it's but, free to read. Okay, but on Viz, mm, but mm, mm. all I'm gonna say is, especially in like Resurrection F, the movie, even when Vegeta shines, it's almost always like swiped away from him. So it's kind of. Especially in that movie, he was he was done dirty. He should have finished it. Yeah, hundred percent. Not Goku, because Goku beat Frieza already before. Yeah, it's much more personal for Vegeta too. They even did the same thing. I don't know if you guys watched the Goku and Friends Are Back special that they had for like a Jump Festa before Super was even announced. Mm-hmm. It's like a I saw yeah. It. Even then, Goku and Vegeta like at the very end rushed to go beat the final bad guy. Because the final bad guy is like not that strong, so they know they can easily wipe him. And Vegeta's like, "Okay, I'm gonna do it." And Goku like distracts him for a second and takes it for himself. Selfish. Yep. Like he always, Vegeta always gets kind of hyped up to take the win, or he gets set up in the position to take the win, and then he just gets beat back. Um, <sighs> last, I think, because we're we're running we're running close to an hour. We're, we're doing so good. We're, we're, we're doing, doing good. good. So I think that leads us to the next question, which is GT versus Super. And maybe a little bit of regular Dragon Ball. But we have been going on for a little bit, like I mentioned. So, in line with our new format, I think we're going to have to part two this podcast, everybody. So, mm. ooh, part two. Part two. Super Saiyan 2. Oh, part two is Super Saiyan 2. So, podcast is ooh. ooh. So, everyone. kind of like that. Everyone, thank you for uh, tuning in. We have been away for a while, and this was kind of more of a, a test of seeing what a conversation between us is going to be like. Just like hanging out with us, seeing what we talk about, that type of thing. I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope you're all looking forward to part two of us talking about GT versus Super, Dragon Ball, maybe some more what-ifs, whatever comes to our mind. This was a really fun podcast for us to record. We're planning on releasing more uh, again with some frequency getting back into it reigniting that spark of just being anime fans that being said again thank you for listening tune in for part two coming soon saeed you know what to hit him with to be continued peace bebop don't stop but I wasn't wrong.